Streaming with Two Dudes, a podcast about all things streaming. Each episode, we break down some of the best series, songs, movies, and shows. I'm one dude, Parker. I'm the other dude, Jeff. And dudes, this month, our theme is Hooping with Two Dudes. And this episode, we are talking about Hustle. But first, Jeff, what else have you been streaming? All right. So uh, much like yourself, I've been in a very, very busy season. Yes. Um, But I'm going to cheat just a little bit. Although technically it might not be cheating because I'm, I'm going to tell you about a movie I saw at the theater, mm-hmm. uh, which nowadays you can stream anything that's at the theater if you're willing to pay, you know, the money for it. Uh, so actually me and my wife today watched a movie called Champions. I don't know if you're familiar with it. I feel no. sure it's been oh, adver- okay. it's been advertised pretty well. It's got Woody Harrelson. Uh, I am horrible, honestly, like with anything that is that is coming out that hasn't been I'm I'm I've been so out of the loop lately is I mean I know we do a podcast about this stuff but yeah but I've been like about the past like couple of months I've honestly been out of like what's coming out unless it's been like a preview or something that's shown up on like Netflix or something for me. Like I didn't even know some of the stuff that's been coming out has been coming out until it's out. And I'm like oh, oh, yeah. I should have known about that. Um so I'm well, kind of slacking in that department. But yes well, sorry it worked out pretty good because it it was a basketball movie, believe it or not. Oh, really? Uh, cool. So it kind of fit with our theme. That's not the reason yeah. we chose that one. But um, <laughs> but like I said, it had Woody Harrelson, which anybody that loves basketball movies will probably realize that he played in one that's probably in most people's top five or top ten sports movies. A little, little ditty known as White Man Can't Jump. Yeah. Back in, back in the day. So he's in another basketball movie. So he's aged just a little bit, put on a few years. Uh, but I mean, the premise behind it was, you know, he's like a college coach. I actually know it's like it's like the pros, kind of like the equivalent of, I guess, what we know today is the is it the G League? I think that it's like the minor league for NBA. So it's kind of kind of like that. Hmm. And he's he's had a, a little bit of a troubled past, and he gets fired from this job gets the DUI and his community service is to coach at like a local center uh, for like, uh, I guess, special needs, uh, uh, more or less young adults. Uh-huh. So that's the whole premise is, oh, cool. you know, and of course he hates the assignment. And as you can imagine, it just, it just kind of goes from there, but absolutely love the movie. Uh, wife really enjoyed it too. She used to work with special needs. So it kind of, you know, for both of us, you know, we kind of got a special place um, for special needs individuals anyway. So it's very heartfelt, but has a lot of like really edgy PG 13 rated R comedy as well. So I feel like, I feel like it can appeal to uh, a wide variety of people. So would you say it's like more of a comedy or like more of a drama like type film? Definitely, definitely a comedy. Okay. Okay. Definitely comedy. Um, Because see, with Woody Harrelson, it can kind of go either way. Like, oh yeah, (laughs) which which is why I think he was really good for the role. Yeah, Um, 
he he did really well. And actually, hold on just one second because okay, I'll tell you who directed it, and that will kind of probably give you an idea because I definitely recognize the name. Yeah, I mean, I love Woody Harrelson, like Bob, like Bobby Farrelly. Oh, okay, yeah, one of the Farrelly brothers. Yeah, okay, yes. that's that. Okay, I can imagine what kind of humor that is. Then yes, yeah. Which I mean, they're honestly like they they are the kind of people that like they do a lot of the gross out humor and and but when it comes to like people with like disabilities and stuff they actually do like from what i can tell they do a pretty good job with like working with people that have disabilities like in their films and stuff like actually because i mean i remember like in something about mary like a lot of the people that were in like some of the scenes were actually like actually special needs people yeah and yeah, I mean, a lot of the, I mean, the entire basketball team, obviously, I mean, it was, it was special needs individuals. I mean, yeah. it wasn't, wasn't, um, I think of the movie, I think it's I Am Sam, uh-huh. where uh, Sean Penn played an individual like that. Yeah. Um, but this was not the case. This wasn't right. like actors just playing the part. It, it was, um, you know, intellectually challenged or good, like literally, like that's I mean, yes. like how it should be, um, honestly. <laughs> like, and I mean, and they they all did a fantastic job. Um, yeah. great movie. And if, if it were to be on a podcast, I would have easily given it a four. Um, just just really great movie. And, and again, awesome. like I said, saw movie theaters, but like nowadays, I'm sure you can stream it. You might have to pay twenty twenty five dollars, but I don't know how all that works. I don't know. Sometimes you'll see one in the theater, and you can still stream it for like five ten bucks, depending on. What's the movie? It's called is. Champion. Champions, maybe with Champions. A, maybe with an with, S. With an S. Let me confirm that. All right. Yes, with an S. Okay, cool. And I'm not sure if it came out just this weekend or maybe if it's been out for a week or so, but I know it hadn't been out long. But awesome. as soon as we saw the movie trailer, so like well, wife and I, we've had this weird bucket list item, and I've shared this with you as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if I ever mentioned on the podcast, but um, I didn't realize she had the same bucket list item. But we've always wanted to go to the movie theater alone. Yeah, you know, not as a couple, not with friends, just by ourselves. And then we came up with this idea when we saw the trailer for Champions. We're like, oh, we got to go see that. And I'm like well, how about we do this? Because I knew Scream was going to be out yeah. that same weekend. I was like, why don't we go see that together? Because we hadn't, gosh, we hadn't seen the movie at the theater together in quite some time. I think maybe we saw Maverick. Uh, the Top, Top Gun. Gun. Yeah. was probably the last one we saw. And even before that one, who knows how long. But anyway, it's like, let's go see this one together. Uh, we'll, that'll be our first flick. And then we'll branch we'll kind of split off after that point and, and each go see, you know, a movie we want to go see. Cause I, you know, she has no interest in anything in the horror genre. So yeah. I knew that was going to be an easy pick for me. What was funny is when we were given, you know, the guy was scanning our tickets and, you know, we told him, was like, look, we're, we're staying for like a three, three thirty show as well. You want to go ahead and he's like, yeah, I'll go ahead and scan them. And, and uh, he just assumed we were both going to the same one. I was yeah. like, no, we're each seeing a different one. He's like, all right, scream and Jesus Revolution. He said, well, that's on, <laughs> <laughs> that's on two opposite spectrums. <laughs> that's so, awesome. That's great. Yeah, it was. But, that's yeah, we, we, 
we had a great time. Um, I didn't enjoy a movie by myself as much as I thought I would, but I think it was because it, it was pretty packed. Mm. So I, I would have liked it if if the theater was a little bit more empty and you know yeah. I don't have people immediately to my left or my right. Yeah, um, that does make it weird. So so it was I was kind of packed in there, but um, you know I, it wasn't like I felt lonely or anything. It's like man, I wish Steph was here because yeah, I knew she'd have hated the movie. Well, but. yeah, if you have people on both sides, you do, I feel like I feel like I can see how that would be awkward. I feel like yeah, like oh yeah, and and yeah. be honest with you, um. You know, I, I saw Scream in 4DX, which was my first experience. And, you know, this particular theater, which like a lot of them nowadays uh, have transitioned to like the recliner seating. Yeah. Oh, and yes. The, Love that. The seating for the 4DX, I did not find near as comfortable as the recliner seating. Well, yeah, it's because they have like the things that yeah. come out the back. And yeah, there's uh, reasons to it. Yeah, but yeah. That would have been my only complaint, especially at my age when I sit for long <laughs> periods of time. I found myself constantly having to kind of readjust and, you know, kind of uh, give my butt a little break on certain yeah. certain sides. But otherwise, it was a neat experience. I, I I would do it again, you know, for the right movie. Well, cool, man. But, uh, I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. So, uh, how about you? Have you had well, actually, I yeah, I did not get to see Scream uh, Six this week. Uh, not yet, anyways. Uh, I got busier. Actually, Friday night was the night that I was planning on going, and then Buffalo got hit with a snowstorm. Like, not not super bad, but bad enough that I had to like I drive for a living. For those that listeners that don't know. I drive for like a living for my day job. And by the time I got home, I was just not wanting to get back out. I was done with the day. So um, I pretty much just kind of threw in the towel because I would have had to have have raced to get dressed and then get back out to go and watch the film. And I just didn't have it in me. Um, So I will be planning on going and seeing it soon. But I have been, even though we have a quick... um, little peek behind the curtain uh we have a quick turnaround on recording this episode from the last time that we um recorded this one i actually have been streaming something uh the new season of south park is on um hbo max and pretty much when they new have a new episode they're releasing it on there and i actually have been watching that and i i don't know why i didn't think to mention that but this new season is great like um i i'm i'm almost positive that you've never (laughs) watched South Park or at least, you know, stayed current with it, but they do a pretty good job of like keeping up with like current events. And it's just always amazing to me, like how they can be talking about an episode that has literally had things have happened, you know, days before they release it. Um, It's like, you know, is this exclusive to HBO max? uh, No, I mean like they, they don't just, like po- like they they don't they re- they air on Comedy Central like normal, um because that's the channel that they're on. But okay, the streaming service that they're um I guess licensed to or owned by I guess because they're owned by Warner Brothers, um they are on HBO Max. So okay, that's that's kind of how that works. I think it's the next day or I don't know if it's immediately after. I'm I don't check that fast, but. Okay, I just wasn't sure because you know you see some shows nowadays where they might get dropped by their network, but then a streaming oh, right. service, right? Know, no, no, I know no. Netflix has done that a number of times. No, this one's still going strong on on Comedy Central. I'm 
I'm pretty sure they're, you know, pretty much responsible for bringing Comedy Central to what it is today. Uh, not single-handedly, but they definitely they definitely are a major staple in it. So I'm pretty sure they're never going to give up. A lot like Fo- how Fox is never going to give up on The Simpsons. Like they're just going to oh, yeah. they're just going to keep turning money into it as long as somebody's going to keep making episodes. So, um, but yeah, I, like I, I just I've always been a fan of it, um, and it's just it's shaped a lot of my humor. And so I was actually watching an episode earlier tonight, and I was like, I I haven't talked about this, and of course I could. So I, yeah, great stuff. Like they were actually like um, I can't remember if it was. It was the same week that the the new uh, Hogwarts Legacy game came out. Like they were, they mentioned it in like the same episode that same week. It was just, it was just funny. Um, but yeah. So if you uh, haven't been watching South Park lately and you want to, the new seasons are, or the new episodes, not even the new seasons, like the new episodes as they were coming out, are coming out on HBO Max. So I have been streaming that. Ladies and gentlemen, um, and I have been actually I have, I have a confession to make as well. When I started watching this movie, it was like watch again, and I was like, "What? I don't remember watching this movie." And as soon as I started watching this movie, I was like, "Oh yeah, I've seen this movie." Um, so I have. This is actually this. I actually have seen this movie before. Uh, I just had one of those moments where I was like, oh, yeah, I totally remember just throwing this on one day. And to be honest, I watched the opening credits and then I just kind of like, I guess I must have gotten up and done something around my apartment because I didn't remember pretty much like the, I would say like after the credits, I don't remember the first like, 25 to like 50 percent of the the movie um so it was it wasn't quite my second full or my first full watch but it wasn't quite my second watch either um so yeah Um, one and a half then yeah so hustle was what we watched this week it is our streaming original for our hooping with two dudes theme um it is starring Adam Sandler and Jeff, what else can you tell me about this film? Because I, other than what I just told you, I I could tell you some of the other actors and actresses, but other than that, I don't know much about this film. So what can you tell me? Well, one thing I can tell everybody is unlike Parker, I didn't lie to you. This was my first time <laughs> seeing Hustle. It was it. I was and, I was mis, misguided myself. Man. <laughs> I was working on I was working on information that I knew. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will say this: my first very pleasant surprise was I had no clue that Queen Latifah was in this movie. Oh my gosh! What a queen! Like seriously, like what a queen! I mean, like, I love her. She's one of my oh favorites, man. man. I mean, I'd, I'd heard a lot about Hustle just because I knew Adam Sandler had gotten a lot of buzz. Uh, as far as his performance, um, I mean, I, I knew it was about basketball. That was about the extent of it. Yeah. When I saw Queen Latifah, and not only did she pop up, because I don't know which, if you were like me, but the first scene that they showed her, and I think Adam Sandler is like calling her or something like that, mm-hmm. and he says something to the effect, you know, hey, beautiful, whatnot. I just figured that maybe she worked for the 76ers and I mean, that's kind of like Adam's character. I mean, he's just yeah. very nice. And so I, I just thought that was his normal way of talking to her. 
So I, I figured she, she was an acquaintance. Uh, but when I found out he was married to her, I'm like, man, if this ain't like a pair made in Hollywood heaven. Seriously, though. I'm like, Adam Sandler and Latifah played a married couple. I'm like, man, that is just perfection. Uh, but yeah, obviously, they were, they were the two of the big names. Um, Adam played Stanley Sugarman. So just mentioned, Queen Latifah played his wife, Teresa Sugarman. Adam and Adam's one of those, again, you know, I'll throw out a couple of movies, but even though it's not necessary, because if you're listening to this podcast, you watch movies, you already know Adam Sandler. He's been in like some of his old stuff, Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, Waterboy, Wedding Singer. I, I mentioned last week that I've not seen a lot of his more, I guess, serious stuff or is mm-hmm. you know uh more so dramatic was, roles yeah. yeah so i was really anxious to see this one uh because i know i mean he's, he's i know he's gotten some a lot of buzz on some of his other roles and probably has even won some awards so yeah he's not just the you know the over-the-top goofy guy that we knew from his early days of like billy madison and happy gilmore and then of course queen latifah more recently you know, the show Equalizer, she's also been like Ice Age, Hairspray, Secret Life of Bees. She's always been a very busy person, also does, you know, music. Does she still do music or is she kind of given that up for a, lo- a good while now? I honestly couldn't tell you. I haven't seen yeah. I haven't seen her put out anything. Maybe she's featured on some stuff yeah. here and there, but I don't think she's been doing her own thing. Like, Yeah, I don't think so either. We, we probably would have heard something by now. Um uh see who else we got we got Juancho Hernan Gomez who played Bo Cruz mm-hmm. uh he's actually a legit NBA player he's currently with uh the Toronto Raptors I think he's been in the league since about 2016 he's kind of bounced around to a few teams uh I'll be honest with you I was a little surprised cuz I watched the movie first this time and then kind of did my research and stuff afterwards I thought it was possible he might be a legit actor. Yeah. Um, not that he was any, you know, he's not Adam Sandler or Denzel Washington by any means, <clears throat> but I thought he did well enough to where I'm thinking, okay, they may have actually used a real actor for that role. Yeah. Like not, maybe that, maybe he was like a, like a, like somebody more famous, like in like a Spanish country. And he like, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's kind of what I thought. I, I figured, you know, he probably played ball overseas somewhere and also acted. Yeah. Um, but no, this is his first and possibly only acting role. Uh, I thought he did a fabulous job. I mean, all things considered. Um, this other guy, you probably won't know near as much as me. Uh, Mr. Kenny Smith played the role of Leon, which was a close friend of uh, Stanley. Also, it kind of serves as an agent. Um, Kenny Smith is currently uh, one of the main guys on TNT's like NBA show mm-hmm. with, with Shaq, Charles Barkley. And Eddie, okay. uh, and it was funny because they show a clip of that show with Shaq Charles and I can't forget, I keep forgetting the older white guy's name. And the only the only person missing from that show is Kenny Smith because he's playing a, you know, a different role <laughs> yeah. in the movie. That's now, I, have, I have some additional love for Kenny Smith because my boy played college basketball, University of North Carolina. Okay, and, a little biased. Uh, yeah, late eighties. Uh, went on to have a fabulous NBA career uh, with the primarily with the Houston Rockets. Won a couple of championships there, and he's another one that I was really surprised by. He, I thought he did really well. I mean, 
I, he's probably got a little bit more experience acting because I know there was a reality show on him and his family for a while, uh, some years back, and it's possible he's been in some other stuff. But I mean, to be primarily an analyst and a you know basketball player, I, I thought he did really well. A lot of people probably recognize Mr. Jaleel White. Yep. Uh, had a minor role. Uh, Very minor, but I called him. Yeah, I called him. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, he is the poster child of being typecasted, uh, which is unfortunate for him because I do think he's extremely talented. But ever since Urkel, um, he's, you know, he's had to fight hard for other roles uh, and whatnot. Do you know, um, he, he voiced a very famous video game character in the cartoon animated series based on the uh, video game character. Do you know which one? I do not. Please tell Sonic, me. Sonic the Hedgehog. What? Yep, he voiced Sonic the Hedgehog in the 1990s um, version of Sonic the Hedgehog. So, very loved that cool. show when I was a kid. Yeah, I was a big Sonic kid. Sonic and Mario, honestly, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, go on with the chlorophyll. Sure. Um, one of Bo Cruz's main rivals, uh, the character's name was Kermit Wiltz. He was played by another real-life NBA player named Anthony Edwards. He was kind of an up-and-comer. As far as basketball, I wouldn't say. I doubt he <laughs> pursues acting, but uh, we also saw some minor roles by the ever-classic Robert Duvall. Mm-hmm. needs no introduction also got to see a little bit of dr j one of the all-time nba greats um i had a couple of people that helped served as producers uh, i'll do a quick little tie-in on one of these producers because he has a connection to i'll go ahead and spill it next week's or next podcast since we're kind of <laughs> on d- double duty here lately but uh movie space jam now we're covering the first one, which is Michael Jordan, but the second one, uh, which was just in the last couple of years, featured LeBron James, and LeBron James served as one of the producers in this movie. Uh, he's in a lot of other business ventures. Um, he's he's in some kind of entertainment business. Maybe owns his own production type company. And I guess they were involved with the movie, so he did help serve as a producer, as did Adam Sandler. Yep. As far as the movie, uh, I was um, real quick. I do want to yeah. say because there's one person that you did miss that is one of like he's one of my favorite actors that doesn't he's Ben Foster. Yes. Yeah, okay. I, I was going to list that one. I was like, well, I've already listed quite a few. And uh, but I love, I mean, I just love him so much, man. He's he's always every, every time he's he's one of those people that whenever people say like who's your favorite actor, I never like think of Ben Foster. But, and I probably still probably wouldn't say he's my favorite actor, but every time, anytime I ever see his name pop up in credits or find out that he's in something that I'm already, because like, he's not, he's not big enough that he's like featured and so, you know what I mean? Like he's never like plastered in the front of like hardly anything I've ever seen him in. But whenever he pops up in the opening credits, I'm like, oh man, this movie just got, I know it's going to be good. Like whatever scenes he's going to be in, is going to be elevated to the max. Um, but yeah, I love yeah, I mean, Foster. Yeah, the cast in this movie, from top to bottom, I mean, not yes, only did they really have, was. not only did they have the heavy hitters, but like I said, even the basketball players they used, I was really impressed. And I won't harp too much on He Got Game, but when you compare, yeah, I'm just saying, Spike, if you make another basketball movie, 
go to LeBron James and Adam Sandler and say, hey, I need some basketball players that are pretty good at acting. Can you help me out? Yeah, I mean, Adam Sandler, I mean, I don't I don't know if this is in part of your trivia or your tidbits, but Adam Sandler is actually like a huge NBA fan. So I'm sure like a lot of passion between him and LeBron and everybody that was involved. I'm sure there was so much like passion and love in this project. So. Oh yeah. And, and I mean, he loves basketball period. I mean, there are yeah. countless stories of him going, you know, wherever city he's at or he's working, he'll go to a neighborhood court and just play pickup with whoever's there. Yeah. And, and if you see pictures of him, he's wearing the most ridiculous attire sometimes. I mean, and I think that's why he's so beloved because he's not your typical A-list Hollywood star. I mean, yeah. He dresses like he's just as poor as me and you. And I mean, yeah. he, he he's just one of the most down to earth guys in the business, which I think is why people love him so much. Yeah, uh, you, you don't you don't hear. I mean, when you talk to the actresses and actors that have worked with him, you hear nothing but praise. And yeah. you love to hear that because it's always disheartening, whether it's a Chevy Chase or a Bill Murray or. Yeah a number of these actors or even actresses that in your mind, they're beloved because of the roles you've seen them play in the movie. But then you hear all this other stuff about them as a person. And it, it kind of really hurts you in a way because you're like, Oh man, I love that person. But then Adam Sandler is not that way. It's like, yeah, he's the same guy on screen and off screen. So uh, the movie as a whole was received really well. Uh, as you mentioned, it was a Netflix original scored a 93% on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, Adam Sandler was nominated. Actually, he won the People's Choice Award for this role, and he was actually nominated for a Screen Actors Guild Award uh, for this role as well. The original plot description actually had Adam Sandler's character finding a phenomenal streetball player while in China. Oh. Uh, of course, uh, with, I guess, some of the pressure from Netflix as far as uh, you know, they don't do business in China, uh, which isn't unusual just because of a lot of human rights issues over there. Yeah. Uh, the location was changed to Spain. Um, so that wasn't the original plot. So they kind of made some adjustments there. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, uh, Juancho Hernan Gomez, who played Bo Cruz, has been in the NBA since 2016. Uh, he suited up for several teams. And ironically, one of those teams was the Boston Celtics. Um, which obviously in the movie he ends up with. Uh, and actually him and Anthony Edwards, who plays Kermit Wilts, actually played together for a time uh, with the Minnesota Timberwolves. So those guys were actually teammates. Hey, there you Probably. go. Another, another tie back to the Timberwolves. Oh, yeah. Um, possibly... <laughs> uh, it's possibly they were teammates while this movie was being filmed or probably shortly afterwards. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, Leon was played by former NBA player Kenny Smith. Uh, there was a little scene. I don't know if, if you caught on to this. I did. But, you know, for those of you who don't follow basketball as much, but he kind of made a comment that Ron Artest uh, beat up the whole city of Detroit. You know, people still <laughs> love him today. He's referring to what um, is called the Malice, Malice in the Palace. The palace. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so for those that aren't as familiar with it, that was the game between Detroit Pistons and Indiana Pacers. This was back in 2004. 
Uh, Ron Ortiz was involved. So was Jermaine O'Neal and Ben Wallace. Uh, it started off as a scuffle on the court, but the fans decided to get involved, throwing stuff. So Ron Ortiz went up into the crowd. <laughs> Man. Uh, uh, just a very wild scene. It's, it's not often you see an NBA scuffle where players and fans. Uh, so, yeah, it was pretty ugly. So it was kind of a, a funny little reference there in the movie. Let's see here. That's about all I got. I mean, not necessarily a trivia or interesting fact, but it was something I read that I'm glad I read because I I had a hard time catching it while I was watching it. But, um, of course, you know, both Crew's character has tattoos um, on his right arm and chest, you know, in honor of or in, for his love and dedication to his daughter and his mother. Uh, he intentionally leaves his left arm blank uh, to indicate that there is no relationship with his father. But uh, you see a scene later where his mom's telling, you know, her son, Bo, that that uh, Stan is, is kind of like his oak tree um, and kind of really served as a father figure in, in a lot of ways for Bo. And then kind of late in the movie, uh, one, he's wearing the number 22 for Boston Celtics kind of in honor of Stan. Cause you know, at this time Stan's actually, you know, coaching for 76ers, but then you see a close up of an Oak tree tattoo with the words, never back down on his left arm. Oh, um, I did not catch that. I, I saw the tattoo. I meant to rewind and kind of mm. stop it. Uh, Cause I, I, I kind of saw it zoom in. So I knew it had some kind of significance, but I, it, it kind of happened pretty quick. So that's why I'm glad I read this part, but um so not only I, I kind of noticed it was a tree, but it also had the words never back down, which of course was um some advice that Stanley was given early in the movie, uh, by ironically a guy that kind of played a father figure in his life as well. And then Stanley kind of passed that on to Bo. Right. So uh so it's a kind of a kind of a sweet moment there uh towards the end. But cool. that's what I got. So cool, I'm man, gonna, I would love that. I'm going to uh I'm going to pass the ball over to Parker. Right. Well, uh, hopefully I don't toss drop up the ball. <laughs> drop the, oh, I wasn't going to say drop the ball. I was going to say like throw up a brick or toss up an air ball. But um, so for those of you that are new to this show, um, this is the part of the episode where we do the recap. But the way we do it here is me, an ADHD kid tries to recap everything from memory with no notes whatsoever from front to back. Jeff will grade me on a scale of A plus being like perfect. I didn't miss a thing. I got everything to F like, what are you doing? This is even part of the movie. Like we watch the same thing. Um, like, so Parker, you recap the wrong movie. <laughs> exactly. Which I mean, you know, it's very capable, um, very capable of doing that. Um, the so, question is, is if if and when it does happen, do I say anything? Do I just let you do the entire? I thing? mean, you just you gotta let me roll, I guess. Like, just <laughs> if I'm like looking at you with a puzzled look on your face, I'm gonna be like, uh oh, something's going on. Um, but I'll just keep rolling with it. Uh, <laughs> it'll be a great episode if it ever. Happens. Sure, I have to uh, use my I have to use my poker face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. All right, so we start out with um, Adam Sandler playing Stanley Sugarman. He is a um, a scout for the 76ers. He is going across. He's looking for that next big star. 
he, you know, flying all across the world, seeing all these different players, trying to find somebody that's at least under the age of 22 or under. Uh, he finds a couple people that are close, um, but this one guy just doesn't have the right attitude. This other guy is definitely not 22. And this other guy uh, like winds up breaking his ankle. So Stanley's just like kind of throws up his hands and goes back empty handed um, in the board meeting. The owner of the 76ers, who's played by Robert Duvall, him and his son um, are, and then the rest of the board members are all in there. Um, his son, by, played by Ben Foster, he has, you know, this, he brought the guy that has no the bad attitude. He's pumping him up, wanting him to play for the 76ers. Hey, uh, uh, r- real quick, sorry to interrupt you, but yeah. uh, the scene where you were talking about the guy wasn't 22. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he looks like he's 40. <laughs> yeah, he's. I'm pretty sure he's he's an NBA player, right? Yeah, I don't know if he is currently, but uh, yeah, he he was a legit player. But how about he's 22 and this six foot kid walks in and he's like, <laughs> he's like who, who, who is this? That's my son. He's he's 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which obviously is a lie in and of itself. But even if it weren't, okay, so you were 12 when you became this kid. <laughs> right, right. That, that whole right. sequence was funny, so. Yeah, dude. I I'm mean, sorry. No, yeah. you're good. You're good. This is, like, yeah, I love how much humor was still in this movie. Is It was perfect. Um, All right. So he's flying around. He doesn't. Uh, oh, wait, they're back at the boardroom. <laughs> the boardroom. Um, you put me in a different spot in the movie. <laughs> so he's in the boardroom. That's and, part of the challenge, is not right. You do, recap. oh man, you you, you can't I, do I, that to me. I have the freedom to interrupt you. The scene <laughs> yeah. throws you off. Oh man, it's such a curveball. Um, so they're in the they're in the board. Ben Foster's pumping up the guy with a bad attitude. Uh, and you know, so Stanley's you know kind of going against him, and he kind of backs down. You know, just kind of lets him win. And later on, the owner. Uh, Robert Duvall and he takes uh, Adam Sandler he takes him into the limo ride and he's like you know why'd you give up the reason that I hired you is because you know you always said what was on your mind and you didn't take shit from nobody and you always you know stood up for what you believed in never backed down and he's like I'm not gonna go with that guy and um, and he's telling him and he's like you know I'm finally going to make you assistant coach. It's finally going to happen. I should have done it a long time ago. Talking about, and, you know, giving him all this love. Uh, so he goes home and uh, Adam Sandler goes home and he uh, is celebrating. You know, he takes his kid out and then he finds out that the owner has died and um, passed away before he could become assistant coach. And who's taken over but ben foster he is he tells um adam sandler that if he does he's no longer assistant coach he's more valuable as a scout and you know adam sandler's pissed about this because he hasn't seen his daughter in uh been in her birthday in like seven years and they're having getting a really strained relationship um so he's not happy about that so uh, ben Foster tells him that if he finds the missing piece, that um, he will be bumped up to assistant coach. So Adam Sandler goes off to find somebody, and he while he's in Spain, he sees this uh, street ball going on 
and he sees this one guy named Bo who is just this really awesome balls to the wall player. Um, he tracks him down, follows him into the subway, and uh, kind of has like a little miscommunication. Kind of sounds like he's you know totally into Bo in like a sexual way, which is pretty funny. Everybody on the train was like looking at him because he was using the his phone through Google Translate, and uh, so Bo takes off running. Uh, Adam chases him down. Adam Stanley chases him down and um, tells him who he works for, convinces him that, you know, he's like to come out. Uh, Bo invites him in, introduces him to his mother and his daughter, and they go get acquainted. Stanley, and uh, you know, tries to show off who they are to the 76ers and the 76ers decide that they don't want him. But Stanley decides to bring him anyways making some fake promises to Bo and his family about what's going on. And they get there and um, they're showing off, you know, everything. And Bo is having, you know, like a tough time with his, this other guy that, that um, Ben Foster's character has brought in. They're kind of having like, you know, a, a little tough and stuff and it really gets into his head. So Bo winds up, you know, just playing horribly and embarrassing everybody. And Ben Foster um, decides to publicly announce that he has nothing to do with this guy. He has never, you know, done has no ties to the 76ers and blah, blah, blah. So Bo gets, you know, angry and um, almost leaves. But Adam Sandler comes and tells him, you know, like, hey, you know, you're right. I'm so sorry that, you know, I lied to you, but here's how we make it happen. And we, you can still get into the draft. And um, Adam Sandler uh, goes to, con, is conf, I think this is around the same time that Ben Foster is confronted, confronts Adam Sandler again about it. And so Adam Sandler quits and decides to go in all in on, um, on this uh bow guy and pretty much just training him and coaching him getting him ready for the draft and they get to the draft and our boy Bo is drafted by the Boston Boston Celtics and then we find out that uh Stanley his uh his friend, who is actually Ben Foster's sister, who I haven't mentioned yet, her character, she and, and uh, Stanley are actually on good terms. She is going to take over the, the team because her brother's made such a mess of it. And so she has invited Stanley to come back and work for the 76ers as a coach. And everybody's happy. The end. How'd I do? Did I, did I get everything? I think, I think I got most everything. You covered it pretty well. Now you, you had a couple of sequences kind of out of place, maybe not in the, <laughs> not in the right order, but oh yeah, I'm still, I'm still gonna give you a B plus. Okay, I'll take it. Thank you, thank you, give you, you thank give you a B plus. You, you covered you. it so, pretty well. So Jeff, I mean, we kind of, I feel like we kind of know how we feel about this movie, but you know what? I think you're gonna give this film a four, but out of four arm tattoos how many arm tattoos 
Dude. Well, first of all, how about we do out of five arm tattoos? Out of five, out of five, out of five. I think you're gonna give this four to arm tattoos. But how many arm, how many arm tattoos out of five are you gonna give this, and why? All right, you were very, 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 very close. Because uh, I don't know if you're anything like me, but when I rarely have a rating instantly jump in my head after I'm done with the movie, I usually have two. Yeah. And I I go through this debate in my head: Is it this? Is it that? Which is it? And and of course, I spend too much time thinking about it because then I also think, well, I gave this movie this score, so I got to you know, and I really shouldn't compare it to you know previous things. Uh, but I yeah, I try anyway. not to, I try not to do that too. I try to I try to base each film on their own. That's really where I try to go with that. But yeah. yeah. So. I ended up giving this one a four and a half. All right. Uh, which is probably only about, and I haven't given anything a five, and you've only given one movie a five. So, you know, we obviously don't hand out fives very easily. And so, and this probably only maybe the third, I think, that I've given a four and a half. Yeah. So that, that should speak volumes for my feelings on this movie. You know, you have those experiences where you feel like from very early on in the movie, you're almost just smiling. Mm -hmm. And if you're not physically smiling, you're like smiling on the inside because you are just enjoying the movie so much. You're so invested in the characters that you just, you don't want the movie to end. Um, you, you're just enjoying it that much. Now, obviously it helps. I love basketball. I'm very familiar with, and even some of the side characters um, that are using as actors. Um, I'm very familiar with the process as far as the draft, scouting, and that kind of stuff. So, obviously, that's going to help my my rating because that, that kind of stuff I understand. It appeals to me. <laughs> I mean, it's like it started with knowing that Adam and Queen Latifah were paired up. And I'm like, holy crap, this is off to a great start. <laughs> yes. And, and like you mentioned, uh, this is, you know, one of those roles from Adam Sandler that is more of a serious and dramatic role, but they still mix in a, a good bit of that traditional Adam Sandler humor, which I just absolutely love. But it wasn't the like over the top humor. They did it in a way to where it fit in and it flowed well and it worked really well. Uh, but it, still that that Adam Sandler stamp on a lot of the humor that was used in the movie. So there was such a good mixture of just uh, heartfelt moments, uh, you know, drama, comedy. I, I mean, I was never even close to being bored at all. I, I just enjoyed so many of the characters They they gave me some characters to really hate, uh, some characters to love. And I mean, I honestly felt like there were so many different moments that they, I mean, you, you you feel you deeply feel for those moments i mean even early on when the owner dies it's like your heart breaks for adam because yeah. you, you knew what he meant to him not only that i'm thinking well gosh they're we already know the sons are pricks so mm -hmm. there goes his coaching job which technically he didn't lose the coaching job at first he was still because that's what i thought was like well crap i bet the owner didn't even send in the paperwork yet Right. But no, he was still technically, you know, the assistant coach after it happened. But like you said, long after that, 
where the son, who's now the owner, says, dude, we really need you as a scout right now. So, but so many of those moments, and even like with his family and and him having to go back on the road, uh, his daughter was awesome. I just, I love the relationship there with, you know, him and his wife and, and the daughter. Bo's struggles, um, he, I, they just do it in a way where you feel it so much. There's, I didn't feel like there was a character wasted in this movie. It's like, you feel so many emotions, whether it's hurt for certain characters or anger towards, uh, you know, Ben's character. Um, and then, oh my gosh, the, I'm a very sensitive guy anyway. So it's, you know, it's not difficult to, you know, get me to cry or make my eyes water. But when he flew Bo's mom and daughter in, yeah. first reunited them oh my gosh it was one of those it was there was the build-up you kind of thought that's probably what was going to happen because you know his wife being the awesome woman and it's usually a takes a woman's intuition sometimes you know because you know he had that moment it's like he, there's something bothering him i just can't and he's like he's sad <laughs> probably yeah. misses his daughter he, he heard him say he's never been away from her uh, right so Adam being a smart husband, he listens to his wife, flies him in, and man, that that whole moment was just when he like, jumps in the pool. Oh my gosh, man, I'm, I'm getting a little teary now just thinking back to that scene. But uh, so yeah, needless to say, four and a half. I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I understand why there was a lot of hype um, around the movie, but also Adam Sandler was just one of his best performances. As far as just the drama, the comedy, just just being, you know, he's always just such a likable guy. Most yeah. of his characters and just him as a human. Uh, and like I said, you know, the fact that I had Queen Latifah in there playing his wife was just icing on the cake. So, yeah, and and, and like we hinted at before, you just never know when you have to use athletes as actors. But somehow, I don't know how they did it. And that was a little thing I was disappointed in my research. And, and maybe it's out there and I just didn't look hard enough or long enough. But what was the casting process like? You know, this dude, Wancho, that played Bo Cruz, like, what, how did they come across him? I mean, right. I, I thought he did really, really well. Um, he looked like a bona fide actor out there. Um, I thought Kenny Smith... And I mean, even the kid that played Kermit, um, which to me is just still a weird name, but for a star <laughs> basketball player, but uh, yeah. I, I thought he did really well too. So there wasn't a, I never saw any scene in which I thought it was like cringy, right? As far as the acting or the production or, or whatever. So just man, top to bottom, it was just a great, great film. I mean, I just found myself smiling inside and out throughout just about the whole movie and it was just one of those you're like man i'm glad i watched this one this one uh it was great so as far as what i want to guess what you rated it yeah i'm a little torn because you know we had a difference of opinions on he got game yeah. and you get you gave that one a four so you gave that one a pretty high score mm -hmm. so what the heck? I'm gonna say you're gonna give it a four and a half as well. You're right on the money. Um, yeah, that's exactly where I was gonna go with it. And I mean, yeah, like it, I mean, I it's hard when we both love a movie to 
for me to go second and I don't mind going second because I love how much how thorough you are on how much you are because you're so passionate on when you love movies um because I just feel like uh, I feel like when we repeat the same thing on praising it like it's not as much fun as like if we both hate it we're gonna say the same thing because it's a lot more fun to hate something honestly than it is to like or to hear somebody I guess hate something than it is to hear somebody love something we should probably um, we should probably switch it up some and let you go first sometimes. No, huh? no, no. You you do a way better job of being passionate in these things, um, and are way more articulate than I will ever be. So by all means, uh, you do you because you're way better. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, man, it, it it everything you said is I'm gonna echo like everything. Like uh, Queen Latifah and Adam Sandler, they're they're um they're like uh. Oh man, why can I not think of it right now? The word, um, but yeah, their relationship in this movie is just is just great. Like you would think that like they're actually a couple, and they're just the back and forth that they have is just I don't know. Like it, it's one of those relationship couples. Like you're just like, you know, like that's like a like that's an aspiration. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like you know what I mean? Like that's like. Like you can feel like actual love in a relationship that doesn't even exist. And um I always love when they do that. And yeah, um I I mean, so like I don't know if you've ever have you ever seen Click, the movie Adam Sandler's Click? Oh yes. The one? Um, so see, I feel like that one's kind of a little bit more on the more dramatic side than his typical comedy. So I guess that one like maybe but I mean, definitely, he definitely has way more dramatic roles like Punch Drunk Love and um, and 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 Click was very deceiving because that was marketed as a straight up comedy mm-hmm. with you know what he was doing with the remote. So you yeah, know, I I went into that one thinking, oh no, that Adam Sandler comedy, I should love it. But yeah, then, like, the whole second half of the movie was That's like, some, dude, it right, it got you me, in like, the gut, and I'm like, holy crap, where I was not expecting that. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest, like it. It was one of those movies, like when I was watching the theater, I'm like, all of a sudden, I'm crying, and I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> Not expect this on a Friday night, on a going to see an Adam Sandler movie. Like, I mean, I, I, if that time I had seen, you know, him play a few dramatic roles, but I was not expecting that for Click. You know, like I was in the in the trailer, I was watching, you know, Christopher Walken be silly and dancing around, and you know, being goofy, and I'm like expecting that, and that is not what happened in the second (laughs) half of the film man. it got it got dark and sad fast um but yeah like he just does a great job man Uh, especially when he wants to you know and like even when he doesn't like even the silly things that he's putting out on netflix like if you just go into him like expecting something silly like they're still great I love I love Adam Sandler. Um, but yeah, everybody in like honestly, I'll be completely honest because well, I've only seen the movie and I'm not I'm not a huge basketball um, basketball guy, especially for the NBA. But I didn't even know until you told me that any of those guys were basketball players. <laughs> and 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 honestly, like. I I wouldn't have known that. I never would have known that. I wouldn't have even thought to look into that because they did such a good job. Like the when you told me that, I was kind of like uh, shocked a little bit. I was like, what? 
because I didn't know. Um, especially Bo, man, he did a great job. He really did a good job. And um, yeah, because the guy I, that I take, played, I take back everything I said about Ray Allen's performance last week. <laughs> watching Bo this week, I'm like, dude, that guy showed up and showed out for real. Because yeah, man, he he, I mean. Yeah, he was just great, dude. He was good. He was funny. Like his timing was funny when he had to be. Um, he, he he just his emotion, like you could his excitement, like in the scene, you know, like what you said for his daughter, like it was like it was like it was really. I mean, yeah, like it it was just acting. It was pure acting, you know. And he did a great job. Um, everybody did a great job, and the story, man, like. Like I, I did find myself like not, not really bored, but like, kind of you know like knowing where it was going, but like also understanding like that thing. And that's honestly the reason. This is the only reason I'm not giving it a straight five because I love this movie so much, honestly. But like, it it like there was times that I felt like I was like okay, let's hurry up and get there. But at the same time, we needed everything that they gave us. But it wasn't like it was like not enjoyable at the same time. I'm just impatient as hell. So like, I'm just like, I know where this is going. Can we get there already? Um, but I, I also understand that that's not, you know what I mean? Like it takes a while, to, you know, you have to tell a story to get there. Um, yeah. And if you cut out certain things, it just wouldn't make sense. But um, but, and that's, that's one of those how... sucky things about watching movies so many movies is that you kind of understand a formula over time where you're just like okay i know it's gonna happen like let's just go ahead and hurry up and get this over with um but yeah, that's, that's just that's, that's also... more of a fault to me for you know having watched you know like thousands of movies my entire life yeah I and mean, that, that's also how you know they did such a great job because i mean there wasn't anything out of the ordinary that happened there wasn't any surprise twists necessarily yeah. like you said you you kind of had an idea of how it was going to end or kind of where it was going to go. But when you can still enjoy the movie, cause you're so invested yeah. uh, in the characters and even in the story, even though you, you kind of know how it's going to play out when you love the characters that much, you still want to see the characters go through that. Yeah. It was definitely regardless. Yeah. I mean, the storyline's great and everything. And I, I you know, it was, even though it was very predictable at times, I mean, like I did enjoy the storyline, but it was definitely a character driven, you know, movie like you, you fell in love with the characters and the way they interacted. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I give it a four and a half, man. You got me right on the money on that one, dude. Uh, I don't think we've ever given both four and a half before. Have we? No, this is I'm, I'm thinking this is our second highest. Yeah. Uh, right. You gave Matilda a four and a half, right? Yeah, and you gave it a five, and yeah. then I think the next closest was probably um, Black Phone. Uh, no, I think it was Scary Stories. Oh yeah, Scary Stories. Still in the dark. I I gave it a four and a half. And I think you gave it a four. Yeah, Black Phone was probably. I, did you give that a four and a half, or did I we think get, I gave, it give it a four? four? I want to give it a four. Okay, I, I think I gave it a four. I'm pretty sure I didn't give it over a four. So yeah, it's probably our second highest for sure. So yeah, that's yeah. Me. I mean, well deserved too. Well deserved because I mean, this was genuinely like a a good, a good movie. I enjoyed it, and I I will actually probably I would watch this again. Like, yeah, I would one hundred percent watch this again. This is a definitely like. What, what I mean, what's crazy is like as much as I don't 
watch basketball itself. Like I do enjoy basketball movies probably more than I enjoy like I don't, I just I mean actually I, I take that back. I just enjoy sports movies in general. <laughs> oh, yeah. I do enjoy those a lot. Um but like yeah, I could totally see myself like throwing this on just like as I'm doing chores around my apartment or something like on a Saturday. Yeah. Great. Like movie. you did the like you did the first time. <laughs> yep. Yep, like I did the first time. <laughs> exactly like I did the first time. Uh but this time I actually know what's going on whenever I check back in. There you go. Yeah. Um but yeah. Um so Jeff, who is your dude or dud of the week for this week? So it would be very easy to pick a dud, but almost when I when I rate a movie this high, I want I want to keep the good vibes going and 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 just go with a dude, which I will. Uh, I will say, if I were to pick a dud, Ben's character would have easily been, <laughs> you know, dude. the the first choice, and and that's kudos to him for playing the part so well because we've always said uh, the success of a movie is is you know how much do you hate the villain uh, oh yeah if, if if it's played really well you're gonna hate them a lot and and they they do it up to where it's like you can't stand the guy so kudos to him uh my dude is actually going to be and of course there is some uh i'm, I'm going to create a word again uh biasism <laughs> i love that one so uh, i don't know the proper way to say what i want to say so but uh mr kenny smith um uh, yeah i've always loved kenny smith i mean obviously i i followed him <laughs> from his days uh as a point guard for north Carolina tar heels uh as we've talked about before i can't remember if we did it on podcast or out of podcast but uh i'm more of a college basketball fan but the nba i tend to follow players uh more than i do so like particular teams so obviously i like to follow north carolina players so I followed Kenny a good bit when he was in the NBA. And then as an analyst, he's been great. I mean, the best NBA show out there is, you know, TNT when you've got Ernie. Ernie's the white guy. I couldn't remember. Oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, Ernie. And then you got Shaq, you got Charles Barkley, and you got Kenny Smith. That They are just so great together. The personalities are just all over the place. Uh, so I've always loved him on that show. And I was really impressed by he's another one that if you didn't know anything in basketball, you would have thought, oh, man, yeah, he's a legit actor. Um, and while he probably does have a little bit more experience than some of the other athletes, I mean, his job still basketball and, and being an analyst and stuff. So I was really, I thought he did really well. He had a very likable character. I mean, he had Stanley's back, um, uh, you know, going back from, I guess when they were college teammates and yeah, obviously they've been really good friends uh, since then. But I mean, he, I mean, he helped Stanley left and right. And ultimately, was the one that helped him get that last chance as far as that game uh, to really get Bo basically drafted. So, I mean, Kenny's character is the one that, that really made things happen in that movie uh, when, when Stan really was, you know, basically out of options. So kudos to him as his character, as a person, uh, he's my dud. I'm sorry. He's my dude. Put an E on the end. <laughs> <laughs> so Mr. Parker, what you got dude or dud? Uh, I am going with a dud, um, only because, like you said, this guy just did a great job. Um, and I actually kind of is gonna I'm gonna throw him in on the fly because, uh, just as much for I guess 
the actor as the character, but uh, well, I'm gonna give. I guess for the dude, the dude would be for the for the. I I can give a dude for the actor, um, instead of a dud for the for the character. We'll do that. We'll do that. That's so we fair. can go with it. We can go with the good vibes because I didn't know this going into it, and I guess yeah, you changed my you changed my opinion on it. So we'll go with a dude for Kermit, dude. Like that guy, like. I hated him so much in this movie. I almost hated him as much as I hated Ben Foster's character. Like he played a prick so much. Like I, I could feel Bo's anger. Like I was like, dude, what a, what a jerk, man. I would have, I want to punch this dude. Um, so yeah, I mean, he was good. He was good at getting into people's head. Um, just cocky. I, I hate people like that, but he, he did it well, man. And I don't know if the guys like that in real life and they just filmed yeah. him or what, but like either way, like, yeah, he, he played that part well. Um, so I'm going to go with a dude for the, for him act for the acting on that for sure. Um, yeah. Especially, man, especially when he brought uh Bo's daughter in on it. Right, man. And I'm like, wow. Like, what a low he's, blow. <laughs> he's like, uh, you know, it's one of those things where, yeah, that, that kind of stuff happens all the time. But the players, for the most part, have this code where they don't really talk about that, like to the media and stuff. They don't. They don't out. Typically, every once in a while, you might see it where players like, "Yeah, so and so said this," or. Yeah. Um, but a lot of players, man, it's. I mean, it's part of the game. I mean, you figure if if you can say stuff to get the other team's best player off their game you're helping influence the out outcome of the game in a tremendous way. So oh yeah. Tons. Now, you know, players will say how much other players do trash talk, but they have this code where they don't generally tell you, yeah, you know, so-and-so, you know, said my mama was this or that. Yeah. They don't like paddle on each other. Yeah. Yeah. They kind of keep that under wraps, you know, which, you know, probably a good thing, but, uh, but yeah, I'm sure that stuff goes on far more than than we realize, even at the college level. Yeah. Um, oh, but, I'm uh, sure, but yeah, like just uh I but yeah, yeah, I I I understand, but yeah, like he that's just like you said, like bringing the daughter into it and just he just he went to another level with it, like as far as I'm concerned. I don't know. Yeah. And and I don't know if you know at the college level, you don't so much see it at the NBA level, but at the college level the fans are, are very creative and they will do some deep investigation on the other team's players. And like, even uh, as much as I, I hate Duke with a very strong, strong passion, they do have one of the best home court advantages in college basketball. I mean, just the way that the court's designed, the students are literally right there on the court and and then you'll often see it released on the internet. They have these chant sheets that they pass out to all the students. And, it, you know, this usually picking up on certain players and some stuff they dug up or maybe some rumors going around. Yeah. Uh, heaven forbid they got in trouble in the, with the law at any point. And, I mean, they are just – the fans at the ruthless. college level are, are ruthless and harsh. Yeah. Not so much on the NBA level, uh, but <sighs> – so that's an interesting part at the college. Yeah, the players do it too, but man, the fans jump in as well. Uh, it'd be pretty cruel. Damn. Oof. That's, that's, yeah. But I mean, 
I mean, we kind of did something like stuff like that a little bit in high school. Um, probably not not going into that detail, but we got we got we got pretty creative on some stuff. We got pretty mean sometimes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Jeff, we are next week. We are going to be uh watching Space Jam, which is our listeners' choice. Um, have you ever seen Space Jam? Man, it's been however many years it's been since it's been out. Yeah. Um, I, I want it feels like I was probably in middle school at the time. Of course, I've always been a, just a ginormous Michael Jordan fan. Oh, right. Obviously, he's from North Carolina. I'm from North Carolina. He went to the University of North Carolina. And of course, just loving basketball. I mean, even people that didn't like the Tar Heels or had didn't have any affiliation with the state of North Carolina, dude, it, it was all about Michael Jordan. Uh, speaking of which, it obviously won't happen this month, but it would have been a great one to cover. I, I've already forgotten the name of the dang movie, but it's it's a movie about basically the launch of Air Jordan. And and Nike taking a chance by signing him, you know, as a rookie. Yeah. I mean, it's got Ben Affleck, uh, Matt Damon, what? Jason Bate, Jason Bateman. Uh, it seems like I've only seen it advertised in the theaters. Um, hold on, I'm, I'm gonna tell you real quick because uh, It might just be called Air Jordan. I don't know, but that's it's it's just based on the truth. Air, just called Air. Oh, cool! And it, it comes out this year. Um, I've got to start paying attention to movies, man. Like what's coming up? Actually, April fifth. So it comes out in like quick three weeks. But I mean, you know, anytime Ben and Mac get together, it's usually special. Uh, and I mean, you just throw Jason Bateman in there with it too. Uh, but and I, I just feel like it's just going to be a great story to watch unfold, like, you know, in the cinema uh, format. So, of course, as much as I love Michael Jordan. But so anyway, kind of steered away from your question. Um, <laughs> I never like you to feel alone in your ADHD. So <laughs> I like to chase squirrels every once in a while. But but yeah, I mean, it's. I haven't done a repeat watch. I'll put it that way. I'm yeah. sure I watched it a few times when it came out, just, uh, you know, being the age I was being a huge Michael Jordan fan. And, you know, and, and at that time you didn't see a lot of athletes crossing over into the entertainment industry. Uh, yeah. It's a lot, a lot more common nowadays, especially from like pro wrestlers or, you know, even like a LeBron James, Shaquille O'Neal's done it some, but like then it was different. And then, and of course, Michael Jordan's popularity was at its height and I mean, people just ate. I remember it being extremely popular. I mean, people just went crazy. Um, I'm pretty sure I remember liking the movie, uh, but I don't remember a lot about it, to be honest with you, because I, I feel sure it's been every bit of 30 years since I've seen it. Yeah. Um, and it was actually, uh, before I forget this episode, it was Chuck Bird that recommended this episode. So thank you so much, Chuck, uh, for recommending Space Jam. Uh, he is the one that got it. He is the one that won it. So we appreciate um that. And um yeah. Um, so we will be watching that. Jeff, you got any crazy questions or anything like that for us this week? 
nothing crazy this week. I'll just play off the word hustle. Yeah. And um, it's like over the years, what kind of side hustles have you had? That's been a popular term in the last few years. I've had side hustles longer than they were before they were popular. Um, I started doing like lift. I did lift. That was probably like one of the first side hustles um, I've ever had. Um, I've always had, sometimes I've had, you know, part-time jobs here and there, but if you really just want to call it, I guess like the traditional side hustles. Yeah. I started out with lift and then I went and worked uh, for like Amazon, which delivering it like in my own car. I did that for a little while and then I did the um the DoorDash thing for a while, did Instacart for a while. And now I'm doing Rover, which is like dog sitting and all of that fun stuff. So yeah, man, side hustles. And I guess the podcast, this thing is a side hustle. <laughs> um yeah. Uh always, always, always got some kind of side hustle going on i guess um what about you man besides the podcast what kind of side hustle you got going on i mean as long as side hustle doesn't have to be uh getting paid is a requirement <laughs> no it's definitely not for this pod this is this is definitely still a hobby and that's in that aspect this is like a, a, a yeah a side hobby yeah yeah uh, but that's the beautiful thing about the internet it's it's really opened the door to i mean multitudes of, of opportunities and options uh, for what they call you know side hustles now and um i wouldn't say i've had a lot um you know between full-time job and family life volunteer life um but you know i did have a job previously like my full-time job was like at a manufacturing plant handling inventory and shipping and like the owners kind of split up and one of the owners was having me do that kind of split off uh was kind of having me do like some like paperwork for hazardous materials and shipping receiving and stuff kind of on the side for him yeah (laughs) and uh which was actually nice at the time I i was making pretty decent money on that side hustle um i mean it's, my wife's done a little bit over the years whether it was helping with coordinating weddings or she did her own soap business for a little bit um yeah, just little things like like that i mean I've, I've done some uh tutoring here and there which most of that's usually been on a volunteer basis but um so it's the podcast and we mentioned that <laughs> as a side hustle so there you go but yeah, that's uh, I don't I'm not as extensive in that world as you are, but I, I've always been intrigued by like the Amazon and uh, you know whether it's Uber or I mean even the pet setting to me has always you know kind of been interesting. But because uh, there for a while I was kind of on a, a shift schedule at work, but you know working twelve hour shifts you had a lot of days off, so you know yeah. I had like a seven day off stretch every month back when I was working that schedule, so that's when I was looking a lot more heavy and in, into some of the side hustle options. Um, but now, you know, working more of a traditional schedule, um, which I mean, you do as well and you still do a lot of the side hustles, but, um, well, you have a lot more of a social life than I do as well. So, well, I mean, social is probably a strong word. 
Fair. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, maybe one day I'll I'll be good of a hustler as as Parker and get some extra income flowing I'm in. A hustler, baby. Yeah. All right. Um, although, so yeah. although I, I feel like this month we, which I know there's copyright issues, but you know, I just felt like the song, you know, we're playing basketball. Anyway, <laughs> I think I think in the background. <laughs> I think it's uh, we can't definitely can't play it. Uh, oh, I think yeah. as long as you can see, I think you singing it is definitely. <laughs> I think it varies on parody or it gets close to parody. Uh, there. Uh, so you're saying my singing is so bad? Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's parody. like borderline parody. Yeah. I'll take uh, that. It's, it's true. Right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so next week we will be watching Space Jam. That is on HBO Max. So if you want to watch that with us, if you haven't seen it before for some strange reason and you haven't uh, seen it, just check that out at HBO Max. Um, we are recording this, you know, a few weeks in advance. So if it somehow isn't on there by the time this gets close to uh this drops i'm so sorry but as of right now of recording of this episode it is on hbo max so go and check that out um and yeah. anybody that wants to watch the newer space jam with lebron yes. james also on hbo max also on hbo max but for the sake of the podcast we're covering the original because let's be honest you're going to choose michael jordan over lebron james almost any day but it's uh, not no hate to LeBron, but you know controversial. Contra- I mean, I, I I'm not going to say, but I will say I know enough that that's that's a controversial opinion. I know that for sure. Um, hey, there's very, a lot of people. Very passionate people. debate when it comes to the goat, as far as you know, Michael Jordan always gets mentioned. You know, Kobe gets mentioned a lot. LeBron, yeah. Um, but you know, they're all great in their own way. Um, I will forever be biased towards Michael Jordan, but you know, LeBron's you know. Dude's amazing as well. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's, that's definitely always. Uh, but Jeff, you got you got anything else before we get out of here? Nothing in addition for me. I'm tired. We're both busy, but still love doing this. Uh, just thanks to all the listeners that support us, or just take the time to listen to what these two dummies got to say about a particular movie or show or whatever and i uh, appreciate you guys giving us a reason to enjoy our hobby yes absolutely and just like jeff said thank you guys everybody and thank you jeff so much for doing this every week i really appreciate it um yeah if you would like to support us you can do so by sharing this show um you can do so on social media you can tell a friend you can tell a family uh you can also you know give us a rating one time you can give us you know comments reviews those things always help um and if you're not subscribing if you somehow found us just by chance this is your first episode please subscribe um we do this every week uh and um if you would like to support us financially we also have a patreon links to that and our socials are down in the show notes um which you know if you would like to be a part of the facebook group that's also down there um it is a private group just because I don't want a bunch of bots in there or random people in there. So just send a request and we will accept you in there. Um, you know, pretty much no questions asked. You know, I think there's a few questions on there just to make sure that you're actually human. But it, other than that, no questions asked. 
um yeah thanks again and remember I definitely didn't come up with one this week. <laughs> I definitely, I wish I, I wish I, uh, you know, had foresight every week to, you know, think of this. Um, it's always right when you say remember and there's just a long pause. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, that's the funniest part about it is it's like, I'm always like, remember, nope, don't remember anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll make that sound good, but I'm definitely not going to say anything right there.